0: Go to Proverbs, please, the third chapter. Proverbs chapter three. You believing with me? Yes. A lot of these things I've never taught before. I'm believing God for utterance and anointing. Thanks, guys. Y'all can be seated. I guess you knew that. (laughs) But uh, um, believe in the Lord for things to come out. Exactly what the Lord would have us to hear and see. So that uh, you're not just hearing me, you're hearing him. I'm hearing him. You're hearing him. And um, things that, if we've let them get away from us, that we get them back again, need to be reminded. Or, and, I should say, things we've not seen before. Things that are new to us. You believing with me that? I mean, I, I can't produce that. You can't produce that. But uh, he can show it to us very easily. And how many would say that the word that you have seen in years past has changed your life? Well, is there more to see? Then could your life be as changed again as it already has been over the years? And even more so, absolutely, because the entrance of his word gives light. Uh, Proverbs, the third chapter. Proverbs 3, we'll begin in verse 5, Proverbs 3, 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, depart from evil. It will be health to your navel, and marrow to your bones. Now, the uh, Amplified says about verse uh, 6, In all your ways recognize Know, recognize, and acknowledge Him. And He will direct and make straight and plain your paths. How many are interested in the Lord directing your paths and making straight and plain? Plain means it's clear to you. It's obvious. Does that sound good to anybody? Well, we have a part in this. The verse didn't begin... By describing uh, him directing our path, what does it begin with? Well, verse six. Now, specifically, in all of our ways, we are to know, recognize, and acknowledge him. Then, as that's tied to him direct, and he'll direct and make straight and plain your paths. Uh, the the BBE says, in all your ways, give ear to him. Um, let's go over to the fourth chapter here. You're in Proverbs 4 and the first verse, just the next chapter and the first verse. Hear you, children, the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. Young's literal translation, very, uh, very accurate translation says, Hear you, sons, the instruction of a father and give attention... To know understanding. You'll find this phrase. Several times. In the book of Proverbs. Give heed. Hearken. Give ear. To what I'm saying. He, he, that's how he describes it. If you skip on down. To verse 10. In the fourth chapter here. Hear. O um, Oh my son. And receive my sayings. What will be the result? The years of your life shall be many. What if you don't? Uh, Some have misquoted scripture and left the idea and implication that you have a, um, like some folks will say, well, the Bible says it's appointed unto man a time to die. That's just some rain. Happens down here in Florida sometimes. But the verse did not say it's appointed unto man a time to die. He said it's appointed unto man once to die. And in fact, if you read in Proverbs, you read in Ecclesiastes, you read in other places, there are things you can do that'll shorten your life, cut it in half. Psalm says bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. Mm-hmm. Well, you cut your life in half. wasn't God's plan. You right. did it. Yeah. But here we see, and in numerous places, certain things you do, it says it will prolong your days. It will add years to your life. Right. No, there's not a, a calendar date and time that it's appointed for you to die. Thursday afternoon at 2 o'clock. And when, you know, click, click, when it's up, boom, your time came. Not true. I said, that's just not true. It's just not true. Paul talks about in Philippians, he said, uh, which one I will choose, I don't know. I have a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better, but it's needful for me to remain here with you. What's he saying? Which one I shall choose? I don't know. What's he saying? Whether I stay a while longer or whether I go, I don't know which one I'm going to choose. See, a lot of folks, they they wouldn't believe that. And yet it's Bible. Read Read the book of Philippians. And you see as he continued talking, I'm going to paraphrase, he basically said, you need help. So I need to stay and help you. He, he said, in other words, if it's just up to me, I'm out of here. And he said, it's far better to be with Christ than to be here on planet Earth. But you need me. So I'm going to stay longer. Uh, you, you keep seeing, if you'll if you're not... Let religious tradition blind your eyes. You keep seeing throughout the Word. He has left a whole lot up to us. He has. Well, uh, He said if we would acknowledge Him, He would direct our paths. Here He says in verse 10 Hear, my son, chapter 4:10, receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. Look at verse 18. The path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness they know not at what they stumble. The path of life following the light, in his light you have light, gets brighter and brighter. The path away from God gets darker and darker. Right. And you get you have less and less understanding and more and more confusion. I mean, it should be obvious. The further you get away from the light, the less you're going to see. Right. Is that right? Yes, should be obvious. But the closer to the light you are, the clearer and plainer everything is. Verse twenty. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Uh look at listen to the NIV. Please put that up, guys. NIV. Verse 20. My son do what? Pay, Pay that's how we'd say it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, attend to my words. That's the same root word as attention. Attend? We wouldn't say it that day. Hmm? When's the last time somebody in normal conversation said, Attend to what I'm about to say? <laughs> That's not how we talk. <laughs> what would you say?
1: Hey,
0: Pay attention. That is the title of the new series. <laughs> Pay attention.
1: <laughs>
0: Pay attention. My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. Isn't this a continued description of pay attention? For they, my words, are life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Hallelujah. Did he change subjects? Uh Uh-uh. Paying attention to him includes paying attention to your heart. Because that's where he is. I said that's where he is. Is God in the believer? Yes. Is He? Yes. Is His Spirit yes. in us? Yes. Well, if you want to be spirit led, you need to be heart aware. Because yes. He's going to lead you through your heart, not head led. Remember Proverbs 3 5? Trust in the Lord. With all of your heart, lean not to your own understanding. If somebody's going to call you, no need in hugging the refrigerator. Because they're not going to call you through the refrigerator. Right? No need in hanging close around the washer or dryer. If, somebody, if you know somebody's trying to call you and communicate something to you, what do you need to have close by? The phone. the phone, because that's the medium that they're going to call you through. Right? And if you're not aware of the phone, you could miss the call. Right? Or if you got the phone muted and can't hear it. Right? And you say, Well, why didn't you call me? And they said, I did call you five times. I didn't hear you. Just because you didn't hear them doesn't prove they didn't call. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody alert and awake in here. Huh? Just because you didn't hear them calling is no proof that they didn't call. All it proves is you didn't hear, <laughs> right? And oh how true this is with God. If you want to be led by him in all of your ways and directed by him and, and him making your paths plain, it begins with acknowledging him. Is that right? In all of your ways, trusting in him with all your heart not leaning to your own understanding many Christians feel hard at God many have uh, quit going to church quit reading their Bible, quit praying because they got upset God why, why wouldn't you answer me why wouldn't you talk to me why did you let me walk into that accident and, and get taken by that financial scam, and, and and marry the wrong person, and have a terrible divorce, and all that. Why? Why? God, that is asking the wrong questions. Yes, sir. Yes. Completely wrong thinking. Wrong questions. Here's the question you should be asking. Yeah. <laughs> Why wasn't I paying attention? Why didn't I pay attention? Hmm? Well, I didn't hear anything. That doesn't prove He wasn't talking to you. <laughs> we need to learn how God communicates with us and then we need to <laughs> Pay close attention to what he's saying, communicating to us night and day. Is that all right, saints? Are you are you okay with this? Yes, sir. Go to the New Testament, please, to Romans, the eighth chapter. Romans, chapter eight. Help your neighbor out. Look over at him and say. Pay attention. (laughs) Pay attention. Now let's let's pause and think about that. Why would the Lord say pay attention? Huh? Why does the teacher in the classroom need to say? Listen. Pay attention. (laughs) <laughs> why, 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 would she, why would he or she need to say that? Because folks are looking out the window. Somebody's writing a note to their girlfriend. Come on, you listen. Somebody, is that right? Somebody's trying to text under the desk. Come on, are you with me? Why would you need to say, pay attention? Because we live in a world full of distractions. And we have invented electronic devices to multiply these distractions. A thousand fold. In addition to the things that people have always had to distract them, we've got buzzings and beepings. Huh? And ringings and notifications and huh? And if you let it, Mm -hmm. you can be continually Mm -hmm. distracted Mm -hmm. and miss all kind of things. Hmm? How many think people driving automobiles on the road should pay attention to what's actually happening with the car where it's going and who's around them? Is that right? Yes. You see people, bless their hearts. In the grocery store, in the drug store, wherever, run over you? Oh, oh. Didn't even see you were there. They're living in their own world. Oblivious that there is a world of other people. Doing other things around about them. And it's sad. A lot of people are hurt and they're killed Mm -hmm. because they weren't paying attention. attention. Mm -hmm. Is it God's fault that they were cut short in life? That their life was cut short? Is that God's fault? Was that God's choice for them to not be paying attention? No, it was not. He really has left a lot up to us. He's not going to force us to pay attention to the most important things in life. But if we're wise. And that's what the Proverbs is a book full of wisdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why he kept on saying. I mean if you if you want to take the time to do it. It's, it's a good study. Mm-hmm. My son. Do what? Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Pay attention. Listen. Take heed to this. Why? This will save your life. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. This will protect you. Yeah. This will cause you to prosper. Isn't that what he's saying? Uh-uh. Is that right? Yeah. Well, see, that's what God is saying through this whole book.
1: That's right.
0: Through every part of it. Yeah. Listen. Pay attention. This will save you. This will help you. In, in Romans 8, are you there?
1: Yes,
0: sir. Romans 8, I want to remind you, or if it may be the first time you're hearing it, of the primary way God communicates with us on a daily basis. In Romans 8 and verse 14, Romans 8, 14 says, for as many as are led by what? By By the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Are you a child of God? Do you have the Spirit of God in you?
1: Yes.
0: Can you be led by the Spirit of God? Yes. If you're being led by the Spirit, is that going to turn out good or bad? Yes. There are no Spirit-led disasters.
1: <laughs>
0: there are none. There are no Spirit-led disasters. Disasters, spirit led failures. There are none. If we had a disaster, we were not paying attention to the Spirit's leading. Because He would lead you, even if you got yourself into a big mess. If we listen to Him, He'll lead you out of it. He'll lead you out of financial disaster yes. into abundance. Yes. Do you believe it? Yes. He'll lead you. He'll lead you out of breakdowns into peace. Yes. He'll lead you out of chaos into victory. Yes, sir. Do you believe it? Yes. But you've got to pay attention to Him. Yes, sir. Can you pay attention to, other, to things other than Him? Hmm? What? give me some examples what could you pay attention to instead of him <laughs> somebody said the news yeah not a good idea But yeah. what else hmm? problems right if you got a problem well, if you got a physical problem you got pain you got problems you got symptoms could you pay attention to that yes. instead of him and we, will, we won't see our healing looking at the symptoms. He's not leading us to focus on how we feel. He's not leading us to despair over a bad report. If we're doing that, we're not being Spirit-led. Come on, you with me? But if, we, if we're following Him... Again and again, he'll tell us, quit looking at that. Pay attention to me. (laughs) My son, pay attention to my words. Listen to what I'm saying. Right? Keep it in front of your eyes. Keep it in your heart. Don't let it depart from your eyes. It'll be life to you. And it'll be healing to your whole body. Amen. Is that what he said? Yes. But first of all, you got to what? You got to pay attention to that. Yes. Not the symptoms. Yes. Thank you. That's right. Not the symptoms. Yes. Not how you feel. Mm-hmm. If all you pay attention to is the latest medical research. Mm-hmm. Or the latest drug in development. If that's all you pay attention to, you're not listening to him. Hmm? If all you're paying attention to is how much you owe and what you don't have and how bad the economy is, you're not paying attention to Him. Now, we've all done some of this, but let's wake up. Let's learn to listen. As many as are what? Led by the Spirit of God, they are the... Sons of God, sons of God, can be led by the Spirit of God, not head led, not feeling led, not need led, not report led. Spirit led, Spirit led. Come on, say it out loud. I am, I am. A, child of God. a child of God, and I am, and I am. Spirit, led. spirit led. I'm led by the Spirit. Yes. I'm led by him yes. not all these other things all oh, you'll be tempted to because they are distracting they will demand your attention which is why he needed to say over here over here look at me. Back up, we're there in the 8th chapter, back up to the 5th uh, verse, 8-5. They that are after the flesh, what do they do? Mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, you could say they mind the things of the Spirit. Here, here's a great word. People whom you might consider to be very spiritual... And maybe they are. There's not that much difference between you and them. They've just learned to pay attention. attention. It's as simple as that. There is a vying for the mind on the planet. There is a vying for mind time. And like I said, in our generation... Our generation has invented (laughs) All kind of stuff To next level Occupy your mind You can be occupied with something 24-7 Right? right? Other than Him Mm -hmm. And what he's saying Continually distracted But verse 6 says To be carnally minded is what? death to be spiritually minded is life Life and peace Isaiah said thou keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee well if your mind stayed on him you're paying attention to him you're focused on him we have a choice every day walk by faith or walk beside. walk by what we believe, trusting him with our heart or by what we're seeing and hearing and feeling in this realm. You know I uh, I have to deal with thoughts just like you and when I went to, when I went to stand up and say you know months ago, uh, somebody's going to give us a one-time offering, one million dollars. Mm-hmm. Thoughts came to my mind. Mm-hmm. You want to say that? <laughs> you sure you want to say that? Mm-hmm. Huh? Right. What if it doesn't happen? Uh-huh. Hmm? Yes. But do I need to listen to that? No. no. Or if days and weeks and months pass and doesn't happen and you don't know how it could happen, you can get to looking at something else. Thinking about, come on, you see what I'm talking about? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you speak to a body part, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe a kidney hadn't been working right. Mm-hmm. What do you need to do? Hmm? Well, if they say, "Well, it's it's dead, it's not going to work," well, faith calls those things that be not as though they were, and faith will say, "Kidney, pay attention." Now here here's a great truth we're getting into. If you learn how to pay attention to him, you can learn how to make things pay attention to Amen. you. Yes.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: But first comes paying attention. You pay attention to him because as you as you seek him and wait on him, he'll show you what to do. He'll show you what to say. Show you how to do it, and then when you do. Faith comes by hearing. You heard from him, faith is there. Kidney, listen to me. Live and work right in Jesus' name. Come alive. Be normal. Be healed and work perfectly in Jesus' name. Well, if you really believe that, something would have begun right then. Just like when Jesus spoke to that tree. But you know, you couldn't see any change in that tree the same moment he spoke to it. It was a day later, hours later. And they discovered it dried up from the roots. So when he spoke to it, something did happen, but it happened underground where you couldn't see. And so when you speak to that body part, then you could still be tempted. Yeah, but it don't feel. And yeah, but this. And yeah, but the test. And yeah, but the other. And so you got a choice. Do I look at that? Do I pay attention to that and say, well, that's it. It didn't work. Or do you pay attention to what he said? No, he said that if I'd say it, not doubt. It'd come to pass. Everybody okay with this? Yeah. Go back to verse 15. You've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. If you pay attention to the wrong thing, it'll make you afraid. But you've received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. The spirit itself, or as uh, most translations now say, himself, bears witness with our spirit. That we are the children of God. This is how He communicates with us. The Spirit Himself, it's not an angel, not another human being. The Holy Spirit Himself in us bears witness with our Spirit, not our brain, not our reasoning. Not our flesh, our spirit. You are a spirit. God is the father of spirits. Right now, you're looking at me through those two windows we call eyes. But you're inside. And this body is just your house. And even if you lost your house, if your body died, you still exist. And you're still you. You'll just slip out of it like a hand comes out of a glove. And that's not even the end of the body. Later on, the Lord's going to change it. He's going to raise it up. You're going to get it back. (laughs) And it's going to be perfect. In every way. But you are a spirit. Spirit. And the spirit of God is in you. And he communicates with the part of your being that's the same material that he is, for lack of a better word. Spirit to spirit. For instance, this is flesh. And I touch Victor saying here, that's flesh to flesh. Can you see that? But it's not spirit to spirit. His spirit's inside. My spirit's inside. But the Holy Spirit, there is no veil of flesh between you and him. He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. And as Brother Hagin, my father in the faith, used to say oftentimes, we need to become more God inside minded. We need to be conscious Of the Holy Spirit in our spirit 24-7. We need to pay attention to who's in us. What he's saying. What he's doing. Do you believe you can? The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. Go to the book of Hebrews, please. The second chapter. I'm laying a foundation. Can you bear with me? Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Verse 1. Hebrews 2 verse 1 says, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed. Now, we again, we don't use that kind of language. Heed, take heed. What would you say? <laughs> pay attention to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Put up the Amplified on this, please. Since all this is true, we ought to pay much closer attention than ever To the truths that we have heard. Lest in any way we drift past them and slip away. Did you hear that language? Drift past what? The truth that we heard. King James says, let it slip. Can you let something very important get by you? And slip away from you. Why would that happen? Because you weren't. (laughs) You weren't paying attention. Uh, For if the message given through angels was authentic and proved sure, and every violation and disobedience received an appropriate penalty, how shall we escape if we neglect and refuse to pay attention to such great salvation? Uh, as is now offered to us letting it drift past us letting it drift past us the further I go in life and walking with the Lord in ministry the more I see this how the answers that people are seeking for they have already heard they have already heard solutions to difficulties that are just bogging up folks' life. They already have heard it. Sometimes years ago. Now, I'm not going to talk much about you. I'll talk about me. But I've seen in my own life, repeatedly, that I'm looking for something, looking for something, looking for something, Needing something, needing something. And when, by the grace of God, I finally got settled on it, I realized he told me that last year. He told me that five years ago. Well, how did I get in a place where I'm still looking for it? Huh? Huh? I didn't realize either through a number of things. When I saw it, heard it, understood it, I didn't realize it was him. Or if I did, I didn't realize how important it was. Hmm? And so I didn't I didn't focus on it enough, and I didn't act on it. And the danger in not acting on the light that you have is that in a short amount of time, you can forget it. You can can let it slip away. You can drift past it. And let it drift by you. And yet, it was your answer. Now, after the Lord's already showed you the answer, but you didn't pay attention to it, And you're looking for the answer. You're looking for something else. And you're not going to find it. Because he's already shown. He doesn't change. He's not going to change. Just because you didn't pay attention to it five years ago, ten years ago, he's not going to say, they're never going to find this. (laughs) So that's all right. Where are you? I'll just change to adapt to you. Not going to happen. You got to come back to Him. Mm-hmm. You got to come back to Him, because His way is the best, That's right? Yeah. right? Yes. If He adapted to us, oh, man. Whew, thank God He doesn't. Yeah. Our way is not going to be better than His. Mm-hmm. What we're thinking is not never going to surpass it. His ways are higher. Everybody, awake. Let's, we ought to pay the closer attention than ever to the truths we have heard. Somebody say, pay closer attention to the truths we have heard, lest in any way we drift past them, slip away. Go to the book of James, please. I'm believing God. Are you believing with me? Book of James, first chapter. Chapter 1 and 22. Thank you, Lord. But be ye what? Doers. Doers. Of the word and not hearers only. What happens if you hear it but you don't do it? Deceiving your own selves. What does it mean to be deceived? Being deceived means you believe something is true that's not true. Hmm? You're deceived. You think it is. And how'd you get that way? Not doing what you heard. Verse 23. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's likened to a man beholding his natural face in a glass. We'd say a mirror. What happens? Verse 24. He beholds, he looks at himself in the mirror and then goes away and straightway means immediately does what? Yeah, yeah. Forgets what manner of man he was or his reflection or what he saw. And, and, and how quickly does it happen? Immediately. Yeah. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed In his deed or in his doing. God is faithful. He's good. And he doesn't make us wait on him. Wait on him for answers we need. But so often because of carnality. And because of dullness, folks are not aware of him. And too focused on other things. And so even though he's, he's revealing, he's showing, not hearing. And it, it can come on your ears and come into your eyes And you just look at it and go, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Next. And that was your answer. That would have fixed the problem that you've been crying yourself to sleep about. But you're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I I know that verse. That verse has been in there. Why would you need to say, my son? Pay 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 attention. Why would you need to say that? It's not... Because it's so hard to understand. It's because we have an adversary. And he is the master of distraction. And he is working continuously. Just like the Spirit of God is saying, pay attention. Guess what the enemy is saying? Hey, hey, over here, over here, over here. Look at this. Feel this. Did you hear what they said? Did you see this? Agents of His work against us on a regular basis to bombard us with thoughts and suggestions and feelings and reasonings. Which is why the scripture said, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Why? Because that's where the Spirit of God's going to lead you. Through your heart. And do what? Don't lean to your understanding. Why? Because that's how the enemy is going to contact you through what you see, what you hear, what you feel. Reasonings. And it's our choice whether we're carnally minded and focus on that or whether we're spiritually minded and listen to Him. Listen to Him. Have you ever heard somebody say, I knew I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Huh? Huh? I want a show of hands. Has anybody ever heard somebody say that? I I knew I shouldn't have done that. I knew I shouldn't have gone there. I knew I shouldn't have got involved with them on that. I knew. Well, if you knew, why did you go on and do it? What happened? You didn't pay attention. One of the problems is people have not been taught to pay attention. Spiritual things hadn't been real enough. It was there, it crossed your mind. You had a sense of it. Don't go there. But you had already made your plans. And they're waiting on you. So you paid attention to that. And them. And ignored him. Didn't pay attention to him. Paid attention to them. We've all done it. But how many want to be spiritual? Huh? How many want to walk by being spirit led. Instead of all this other stuff it's not as hard as you think. Like I said, people that are really spiritual people, there's not that much difference between them and you. Mm -hmm. They've just learned to pay attention. attention. Mm -hmm. And instead of ignoring it, instead of overriding it, they stop. They pause. I'm not talking about your head. I'm not talking about feelings in your body. I'm talking about the knowing, the witness on the inside. And you don't have to know why. Why shouldn't I go? That's where faith comes in. You don't need to know that. I, I tell folks, I told somebody recently, they wanted me to get involved in something. And and, and I said, well, you know, no. Well, why? I, I don't need a reason not to do it. I need a leading to do it. I don't trust My limited knowledge. I know I don't know everything that's going on. And I don't know the future. I want to know if I'm there. He's in it. Because if I'm following him. He can protect me. He can keep me. If I'm doing what he told me to do. He's going to provide for it. Come, Come on can you see this. But I must pay attention. What causes you. To become more aware. Uh, go with me over to the book of Jude or they can just put it on the screen for us. Just one chapter in Jude. Put up up verse 20 if you would. You, beloved, do what? Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in Jesus. The Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. This is spirit food. And it will nourish you up. Words of faith will feed your spirit and your faith. Faith is of the heart. Faith is is like strength in your muscles is like what faith is in your spirit. Well your muscles need to be fed and exercised and they get stronger. Well your spirit needs to be fed and exercised and it gets stronger. Well the more you exercise something the more aware of it you are. Yeah. Anybody ever exercised a muscle that you hadn't exercised in a long time? Yeah. Well the next day were you aware of it?
1: Yeah.
0: Very much. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you <laughs> You ever did any calf raises or something like that? Oh, buddy. And you hadn't done any in 10 years? And you got carried away and just decided you'd do a bunch of them. Well, the next day, and especially the day after that, you know exactly where that muscle is attached up at the top and at the bottom. Is that right? And you feel every fiber of it. Why are you so aware Of that muscle. Because you used it. You exercised it. And now you're much more aware of it. (laughs) Well when you begin to, to feed your spirit. And exercise your spirit. You begin to be much more aware. Of your spirit. And the good thing about that. Is that's how the Holy Spirit communicates with you. Is through your spirit the more aware you are of the flesh that's not going to help you to be spirit led the more aware you are of your intellect it's good to develop your mind but the best thing that's going to develop your mind is God's things it'll enlighten your mind it'll come out of your spirit and enlighten your mind but you don't just you can't just think your way through everything People think they can't, but you can't. I know when some years ago I was, I was praying about something I had been off and on for days. I was looking for an answer, looking for an answer. And I shouldn't say pray. I prayed a little bit, but I was thinking a lot. I was thinking about it. And I thought and I thought and I thought, and I, thought and I thought and I thought and I thought. Days. I remember I was in the bedroom thinking, Lord... And so I just lay there quietly and thought. And the Spirit of God inside me prompted, I don't mean I heard a voice, but real strong in me. He said, Don't think, pray. (laughs) Went right through me. And I saw it. You, You know, from things of God, you can see it faster in a split second than you could explain for two hours. I saw what I was doing, I was going through my knowledge. Like you'd go through a file cabinet, <laughs> and I was looking for my answer in my mind. <laughs> and I'd look, and I look through it, and then I'd go, th- I'd start again, and I'd look through all the files. So I would start on this side, I'd go through there, then I start on that side, and I would go through there and pick them out one at a time, and go through everything, uh, any knowledge and understanding that I had. And I've been through these files over the last month a hundred times. If you go through these files carefully, thoroughly, a hundred times, what might you conclude? It's not in there. It's not there. <laughs> what I'm looking for is not in there. <laughs> and so much of what we need is not there. It's not up here. You're not going to find it up there. And that's why the Spirit of God said, don't just think. He's not saying never think. He's talking about right now. Don't just lay there and think. Pray. Well, how are you going to pray beyond thinking? Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the ability to pray in the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit. Isn't that what he's talking about? Look at it again, verse 20. You, beloved, do what? Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Well, the more you do that, your spirit is active. Now you're going to become more aware of your spirit. And is that good? Because the Holy Spirit is in you. And he's going to communicate to you through Your spirit, he bears witness with my spirit. Go to 1 Corinthians 14, please. I know I'm giving you some scripture, but we're laying a foundation. And I'm excited because we're going to learn how to pay attention. And we're going to quit missing things. I said we're going to quit missing things. And we're going to save ourselves so much trouble in the future by wandering around looking for something the Lord already told us, we can pay attention to it the first time. Get it right the first time. Hallelujah. Uh, you going to First Corinthians 14? <laughs> the way the Lord does things, He will give you answers that are seemingly unrelated to what you asked him. And that's one reason it's so easy to ignore and not pay attention because you think, what's that got to do with this? If you're full of leprosy, he'll say, go dip in the river. Did Naaman struggle with that? Almost missed it. Why? He wasn't giving this the respect that he should have. He heard it. He thought, what is that? Dip in the river? I got rivers at home. I could have come out. I didn't have to come all the way here. You tell me to go dip in the river? He's not paying attention. He's he's leaning to his own understanding. Can you see this? He's not trusting. By the grace and mercy of God, he got over it and said, well, let's just go do it. Mm -hmm. And because he was a doer, oh, come on, can you see? Then he discovered it really was his answer to being healed of a terminal, incurable condition. Mm -hmm. Jesus spit and put mud in a man's eyes. Didn't he? Well, now what's that got to do with being healed? He does things like this. He says, you need tax money. Go fish. You <laughs> see, so your head can say, I don't need to go fishing. I need tax money. And so you're gonna, it's going to be hard for you. You're going to struggle. And you're going to look for your answer and look for your answer and look for your answer. And your need may not be met. Come on, can you see this? Because you didn't pay attention. pay attention to what he said. Go fill the water pots full of water. <laughs> we don't need water, right? We don't need water. What does Jesus' mother tell him? <laughs> Whatever he said. Right. Just go do it. That's right. uh, tell me another way of saying that. Hey. Pay- pay attention to what he said yeah but yeah but yeah but but how come why see uh, there there is this underlying pride. can you see this in not listening I know what I need and I don't need water I know what I need and I don't need to go dip in some muddy river I know what I need and I don't need to go fishing. Well, that's, that's haughtiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Truth is, you don't know what you need. Right. If you knew it all, you wouldn't be there asking for help. Right. You wouldn't be in this shape. Yeah. Is that right? That's right. What you want to do is be ready to do exactly what he says. Right. Even though some, it'll sound so simple, it can be as simple as go to that meeting. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Read your chapter. <laughs> I'm serious. Huh? I know the Lord gave some answers right here tonight. About this looking at your stuff and then standing up and saying some things. That's an answer. But what if you didn't pay attention to it? Then you could next year, you could be crying because your finances are still not where they need to be. Hmm? He says things directly to you through his words he speaks to you by directly through his spirit and he speaks to you through other people and a spiritual person recognizes him no matter who you're hearing him through or how it's, you know him well enough to know hold on now that's him and take heed where are you, you you're in 1 corinthians 14. Glory to God. Thanks be to God. First Corinthians fourteen. He's talking about praying in the Spirit. And singing in the Spirit. And he he contrasts it. In 1 Corinthians uh, 14, still breaking this new Bible in, uh, he said, verse uh, 14, if I pray in a tongue, what's happening? What's happening? My spirit is praying. But my understanding is unfruitful. Why? Because it's not my understanding that's praying, it's my spirit. Some folks have fought this because they didn't understand it. What all that praying in tongues stuff, you know? A lot of people have tried to say, well, that's not for everybody. It's for every believer, every Christian needs this. What was the Spirit of God telling me? I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. I checked all my files and it's not there. What's he saying? Quit just thinking, quit looking for it up there, and do what? Pray how how can you pray if you don't know? Oh I can pray in what to me is an unknown tongue. It's not unknown to God, may not be unknown to angels. But it's unknown to me. How do you do that? Only by faith. But my spirit is praying. While my understanding is unfruitful. Keep going. Verse uh, 15. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit. And I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit. I'll sing with the understanding also. Hallelujah. When I'm praying in the Spirit. Like Jude says. I'm building up myself. On my most holy faith. I'm praying out mysteries. Back up to the second verse of chapter 14. He that speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Mysteries. Some translations say divine secrets. Things. Well, see, the thing I was looking for with the Spirit of God is helping me is a mystery to my mind. What can I do? I don't know. I don't know how how to pray about it. That's why he said, quit just thinking, pray. Pray in the Spirit. So I did. I just began to pray in the Spirit. I don't know exactly what I'm saying, but I believe I'm praying about this. I believe I'm asking the things I need to ask. I'm saying the things I need to say for God to help me, give me what I need. So I'm praying in the Spirit. And so I prayed that way for, I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour. And then I still don't know the answer in my head, but I got a knowing in my spirit that I got it. I will know it. I will get it. Because I prayed out the mystery. And your heart can know things your head doesn't know. You get excited in your heart about it. And your head's going, what, what, what are we excited about? Because it's your understanding's unfruitful and you say well just wait you'll see because the Holy Spirit's not in your head and he doesn't bear witness with your head in fact he tells us don't lean to your own understanding but the Holy Spirit bears witness with your spirit is that right the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly oh friend We have such an advantage over everybody else on the planet that's not doing this. We have such an advantage if we will only learn how to pay attention to what he's saying, what he's doing. In the middle of the night, if you'll just get quiet and quit doing all this, all this feeling stuff, just... Turn that off. Push it aside and just focus on him. Inside you. He's right there. Right now. I said he's right there. Right now. And if you focus on him. Thoughts can come. Right up out of here. And illuminate your mind. From him. But. But. It can be so, I mean no loud organ music or no flashy things going on, it can be so simple that you can ignore it. It can be so normal-seeming to you that you think, well, that was just a thought. Yeah, but where did it come from? (laughs) Thoughts come from different places. there's some thoughts that come from out here you need to cast down oh but there are thoughts that come from the inside of you and it's from him it's an answer I'm not talking about hearing a voice I'm not talking about seeing anything I'm not talking about feeling anything I'm talking about it comes from the inside of you it illuminates your mind and you just know you just know how did you know you just know you have an unction of the Holy One and you know all things that you need to know. Somebody say, I have an unction. I have I have an anointing of the Holy One and I know and we're going to pay attention. Stand on your feet, everybody.